What's up, everybody? This is John Kiernan, your resident wrestling entrance theme song composer. Did you guys check out AEW Rampage the other night? Did you see the debut of your boy, Tony Nese? Did you hear that sweet track he walked out to? That was a track of yours truly. Another sweet track you could check out is the track that opens up each and every episode of this fantastic podcast, The Major World order. You know who you're listening to. You know what time it is. I'm going to stop talking here and leave it to the boys to do their thing. You are listening to the Major World Order. The following announcement has been paid for by the Major World Order. Everybody and welcome to the Major World Order podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Billy Walter Peck. I am the Jim Johnston of the Turmoil brand. I'm a former Broski of the week. I'm the first Major Mark to put out the Major Mark Light video, and I am a ring announcer for Omaha, Nebraska's longest-running organization, PWP Live. And with me is. Hus Var, a.k.a. the Major Mark Kid, a.k.a. Handsome Husvar, a.k.a. Heartbreak Husvar, a.k.a. as of this week, making Towns Husvar, collector of all things movies, TV, gaming, pop culture, especially the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast merch. Also supporter, the all-ego Ethan Page, and the very nice, very evil Dan Housen. We also have with us... The Big Jake Boski, the Sean Kemp of wrestling figure collecting, the Major Mad Hatter, the Vanilla Gorilla, Jake, don't call me Bray Wyatt. Welcome to the latest edition of the Major World Order podcast, where it's just too sweet. That's right. Well, welcome to the Major World Order podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for, uh, you know, following on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Major World Order. Thanks for listening to the show. Thank you for um, all the cool uh, Black Friday shirt sales. Um, yes, thank picking you. those up at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Major World Order. And to all of our new Patreon s- subscribers, Patreon.com slash Major World Order. That was a half um, uh, plugging, half thanking all at the same time um but uh very appreciated and um jake sent out some uh some Goodies. stuff to, to some added, patreon some members lopes. and i received some as well i didn't oh, get you, did, you didn't even uh, thank me did you did you get the i wanted to do it i wanted to do it right here i didn't, didn't even one. think well, you know, do it right closer. now so let's take a closer look at that sticker i don't want one now oh, it's on the wow. way so yeah this sticker went out not only to you know the five dollar tier that um that gets the 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 merch item it went out to every tier whoa and then was this also included in the merch no you can put it in there i no i i what i noticed (laughs) someone got one of these bad boys yeah yes not everyone did all right there was I just I was it random? 
I, yeah, I did some random MWO. Everyone in there guitar. for me. Very nice. Uh, I think you were the only one that didn't get one. Of course. But, um, <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, I, I, get, I, I, I'm working on it. I, request, on. I requested a few things, a few of the guitar picks because, yes. well, it was my very late um, birthday present to Jake. Yeah, I got um, it in November. My birthday's in <laughs> April. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we got the new Jake Wyatt four by six. He didn't personalize it again. Nope. <laughs> I don't. I don't personalize stuff unless you pay me. You did the first one, and I so didn't pay you. That's because we were friends back then. <laughs> I got those, <laughs> and we true. usually don't do like, hey, purchases purchases of the week, unless it's like something real big and important. Um, but I also got something I have no idea what I'm gonna do with. Oh yeah, it's the what is uh, that? Matt Cardona That's Matt Live Eight shirt. Oh. Live Eight uh, shirt that he. Oh, there, there's the signature for you. Put it on. Is that Tommy Bahama? It Tommy Bahama. No, is it's it Mark Bahama Malibu <laughs> and. Yeah. <laughs> And these white jeans. Put them on. Wait, what size are those jeans? They're like 34. Okay. Um, Put them on. And here's what's funny is he put live two. Live nine. He almost right nine. (laughs) And then went, oh shit, it's a live eight and put a circle. (laughs) He ruined a good pair of white jeans, man. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's what great. I'm gonna do dude, with those. Oh, it's dude, you need to, to get me, but... you need to get one of those mannequins like Justin Walsh has. Well, and I press have them a, up just like the live. I eight. have a mannequin that has like a Michael Myers mask on it, but like the head's all fucked up and stuff. That's why there's a mask on it. Um, yeah. but it does make me at least like I now I need to look into getting a live eight the Hawaiian hat and a live eight shirt, like to kind of have the whole thing. And dude, then I don't know. Was we'll he wearing the out. live eight shirt from? Uh, collar and elbow i believe so it was the blue like, with like the, the kind of kind of yeah looking so. yeah okay yeah. let's um anyway awesome. um let's go ahead let's play the major why do i always have a problem <laughs> saying that you major stink. merch book commercial and then get into our guest have you ever realized how long it's been since you've had a good night's sleep do you toss and turn at night wondering what's missing What is that hole in my life? Well, I have the answer for you. And it's not a mattress in a box. It's the Major Merch Book, coming soon. Scratch that major itch. We'll we'll get into interviewing our guests. We're not going to get into them. We're not going to get into them. Well, that's story. Are we running here, man? Yeah. You know, things, things get a little strange. The guy's already nervous. Look at him. uh, Well, (laughs) welcome to the show. Brian Chair. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, I am super excited to be here. I've dreamed of this day for a little over a year. Um, here, I want to get it out of the it's way here. now. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I hope everybody enjoys this time of the year. This is my favorite time of the year, and I'm excited to spend some time with the MWO and let's have some fun. Talk uh, figures, uh, major pod, and uh, whatever else comes up. Let's do this. Hell yeah, man. Oh, hell yeah. Definitely. No, definitely um, been looking forward to having you on for a while. You are one of the very rare, I believe, one of two podcast hosts that have had all three of us on. Um, yep. Not not everybody has, has gotten that. Uh, oh, Jake's like, who else was I on? There's <laughs> uh, John Swallow, but which, by the way, he just got married. Uh, you so have not congrats. been on Swallow's show. 
<laughs> oh shit! <laughs> You've been ducking and diving him. I was on uh, Marietta's show twice. Who you? Wait, what show was that? What other show was that? Brandon Asia's and oh, Brandon yeah, Asia's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, John Swallow. Well, hey, <laughs> congratulations, man! You got married. That's awesome, brother. Congratulations! I'm still not doing congratulations. That's funny. You're sick. Um, but uh, no, we'll get into all your, you know, podcast and all that stuff uh, here in a little while. Um, but um, um, but uh, who who wants to take this one? I'll do it. I'm done. Right. Oh, Jake, you raise Jake? your hand. You could go Jake ahead. Wants to go ahead, Jake. No, go ahead, bro. No, you go ahead, bud. Brad, do it. Brad, you do it. Brad. All right. No. All right, Brian. Thank you for joining us here at the Major World Order. All right, so uh, let's just get right into it. Um, what is your first recollection of how you got into wrestling? Oh, man. So this is actually kind of a funny story. Um, I thought that I had the right version of this story for over 25 years uh, to find out earlier this year that it is not exactly what I've been thinking for the last 25 years. Um, I guess I'll take you back. 1996, I started watching wrestling. I thought my first show was WrestleMania 12. I saw Shawn Michaels um, come down from the rafters, win the WWF title, and from that moment on, I was hooked. Um, I thought that was the first show I ever saw. Um, it, com- it turns out that uh, earlier this year, I texted my best friend who got me into wrestling, and I said, "Hey, man, how did I, you know, how did I know WrestleMania 12 was even happening? Like, I, I just remember sitting down in front of the TV with my family, and you know, 1995, ordering." WrestleMania 20 or WrestleMania 12 on pay-per-view. And um, turns out that's not the first time I saw it. Uh, apparently my buddy who uh, he was my childhood friend who we collected and everything. And I'm sure we'll get into that. But uh, he told me that apparently the month before was in your house, six Shawn Michaels versus Owen Hart. And I guess I was at his house a couple weeks before WrestleMania and he had that on. And he said, like, I just couldn't walk away from the TV during that match. And uh, I guess I was hooked, but I have no memory of that. So (laughs) long story short, the first time I remember watching wrestling was WrestleMania 12, uh, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, the Iron Man match. Iron Man match. Yeah, that was a great, uh, great pay-per-view and a hell of a buildup to to that mania as well. I mean, I, I remember that vividly you know um you know i remember i i even watched a documentary where bret hart was talking about how you know he was like running in canada and it was like real <laughs> slick and they had to like lightly jog and they just kind of made him look you know like he was just getting old and, you know oh yeah, no stuff like that yeah and it, it kind of pissed him off because it was like you know he, he i mean bret hart was in his prime you know what i mean and he just looked he was like he was like i didn't want to fall and you know break my neck <laughs> running in like <laughs> Three degree weather or something. So yeah, that was a, definitely. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a great uh, great start. Uh, you know, yeah, right there. What a, what a big deal too. Like you know, it it, it just you don't seem to see. I mean, it still happens, but that huge buildup. You know, we're like, yeah, you know, like we we knew that you know the boyhood dream. Like that sticks with everybody. The boyhood yeah. dream. It's used yep. for everything nowadays. And but that's like be- where it originated, though. Well, yeah, yeah. It's like they so hard that like this was such a big and important deal from childhood and right. you know it's just those those large buildups just don't seem to happen as much or or don't quite feel as special i i agree with that 100 percent. yeah so, it's uh yeah absolutely. it doesn't you don't get the same flair that that you used to have back in the day you know where it was things actually mattered you know like now you know nowadays a lot of the wrestling matches are just you know you get a 
maybe a couple week or a month or two buildup if you're lucky, you know, but yep. I mean, this, this went on for a while. And then of course, I mean, they feuded continuously through the next couple of years uh, as well, but yeah, that's a great, uh, great introduction to, to wrestling. So, um, you know, right after that um, now, now how old were you at this time? I was six years old um, six. in 1996, so I, I was pretty young. Um, yeah. It's funny you mentioned the thing with Bret Hart being in his prime and running on those uh, the side of the road in Canada, and I remember those yeah. same the vignettes they did for Sean. He was like yeah. doing pull ups at like some college, running up the steps, like yep. he was doing like pull ups upside down, push ups upside down. Yep. I was like, man, yep. he looked like a million bucks, and like you said, Bret Hart looked like this little old man running along the side of the right, icy right, road. Right. It's almost like a Rocky movie or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then, you know, you got, yeah, you have Shawn Michaels, man. Like as a six year old kid, you see him, he's got like the flashy, uh, I know Billy, you're a huge Shawn Michaels guy. So you know what I'm talking about? Uh, he's got the flashy outfits. He's got the crazy moves off the top rope for 1996 and elbow drop was insane to see. And oh, sure. uh, as a six year old kid, I was like, man. And then of course you, you can't, not talk about how he had all the girls when he would come oh, out. Yeah. All of them are leaning over the over <laughs> oh, the barricade. Yeah. Yep. yeah, literally knocking the barricades over. Jenny McCarthy. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, AKA uh, Hot Rod guy's sister-in-law. That's right. <laughs> yep. But, um, but yeah, there's so gonna be I, some people that listen to this now and are like, "What, what? the fuck was that?" Yeah, he's <laughs> gonna be like, "Come on, guys." <laughs> I mean, all these people keep episode. DMing me trying to get her phone number. <laughs> He's <laughs> oh, like, I don't, I don't even know it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but so, no, that's right. sorry. It's just that's an interesting thing to me, too. Like, you know, said, you know, with Sean and, you know, he had the flashy clothes and, you know, the dancing around and all that stuff. Like and, and that video with Brett, you know, him running and stuff like just thinking back at it, like it's. You know, you, 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 Brett will especially say it, you know, you hear him talk about how like, you know, there was Hogan and Warrior and Macho and like, they were all the, you know, the big jacked up guys and they were the dinosaurs that were, you know, getting phased out and like, they almost kind of made it seem like that, you know, for with Brett handing off to Sean in a way, even though the, yeah. Brett sure is, he's a little older and was around a little longer, but he didn't seem that much older. He didn't seem, yeah. you know, like they're they're both built about the same. Yeah. You know, yep. you know, both hearts and and stuff like it's just right. They seem like such equals, but that really seemed like a big turning point. So yeah. uh, just yeah, just thinking back at all that stuff uh, uh, just brings up interesting thoughts. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And you know, you want to know something even crazier? I think about this all the time. I'm 32 years old now. I'm older now than Shawn Michaels was when he won the title that night. So it's wow. like, man, life flies by. You, you look at those guys as like, when you're six years old and you're like, man, these are like grown men. And here I am. And here we all are at their <laughs> age, still playing with action figures. and <laughs> collecting well, That's, that's toys. you guys. I'm almost 40. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy how life goes. But uh, oh, yeah. yeah, six years old, found WWF and changed my life forever. That's awesome. Um, so, you know, when you were six years old, what kind of toys were you playing with at that time? Oh, boy. Here we go. So, <laughs> I, um, of course, WWF, I was into the uh, Bone Crunchers, of course. Um, I remember I had them all. I don't remember, like, a specific moment that, like, I went and found them on the shelves or anything. I think maybe. I know I, know I got a couple for Christmas and stuff like that. But my one bone cruncher story that i remember was i was probably six or seven my buddy who got me into wrestling he lived next door to me 
Um, I went over his house and he had them all as well. And he had, uh, he had the Shawn Michaels the, in the blue trunks, you know, the blue series tights, whatever. Yeah. And uh, series one. And I was all pumped up about it. And I didn't have that one yet. I had a couple yeah. others, but I didn't have that one. So, you know, here we are, we're playing with the toys and everything. And he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. So he goes to the bathroom. I'm sitting on the floor playing. And all of a sudden I throw sweet chin music and the leg pops off. Oh, and that happened I'm to like, mine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like, oh my god! So instead of like doing the responsible thing, you, you remember I'm six. Like, I take it and I put it in his closet and I go home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I go home. So you know, a day or two goes by. The responsible thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I see him, you know, the next day or whatever. And he's like, hey, man, what happened to my Shawn Michaels toy? I don't know. What, tell me what happened to Shawn. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But um, the, uh. the rib was on me, though, because his mom then, you know, was watching me that day oh, or whatever. No. And she's like, all right, let's go to the KB Toys and buy you another toy. So we go in there, and not only does he get the Sean, he gets everything that's on the shelf. He gets, oh. you know, Brett and Gold Dust and all the ones that I also don't have. And here I am as a little kid. I have no money. I can't buy anything. So right. I sit there. I break his toy, and he gets, you know, five or six different action figures. And here I am just sitting there like, man, this sucks. <laughs> Damn. Yep. So, um, we're now did did uh, did he find that broken leg, Shawn Michaels, in the closet? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like I, that day, you know, I, I went home and he found it. Like this one, oh, I'm saying. like okay. the next day, he's like, "What happened to my toy?" I got. Like, you. I didn't know if he like yeah. found it or if, if he never found it. Oh <laughs> no, he he found it all right. He found it. And actually, uh, fast forward to when I got married in 2018, I asked him to be my best man, and yeah. I got him the Shawn Michaels oh. series one Minton nice. package. And I yeah. gave it to him like as a gift when I asked him, yeah. ironically enough, I bought it on eBay and when it came, it was packaged backwards. So like the ass was in the front of the package. <laughs> so I guess when the thing was put in the box, the bottom part of like the legs and the ass were spun around. Yeah. So like the torso was straight, but his ass was down where like his junk was going to be. And I was like, Oh my God, I can't ever, like this right. poor kid, I can't ever just get it right with this kid. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, now, w what other kind of figures were you playing with? Did you have like Power Rangers or you know anything like that, or was it just pretty much strictly wrestling figures? All right, so no, it was strictly wrestling, man. When I tell you, I was obsessed with wrestling when I was a kid through pretty much a few years ago, man. Like that was my life was just wrestling and yeah. baseball to an extent. And right. they had the starting lineups for baseball and stuff, but I never collected, you know, baseball figures. It was all wrestling. And right. when I was a kid, I wanted to be a wrestler. So I focused all of my energy on wrestling. If I wasn't playing with the figures, I was watching the DVDs. I was reading the magazines. I was obsessed. You're, yeah. Interacting with it somehow, just whatever you could get your hands on. Yeah, absolutely. So you started with the bone crunchers. Did you kind of, you know, look? There you go. Oh, as far. Oh, Jesus, man. <laughs> Jake gave this to me. So, oh, that is the one I gave to you. Hmm. I need it back. <laughs> no. I need it back. I need my bone crunchers back. <laughs> that right, Ahmed so, Johnson. Yeah, definitely. Joe Vin, I know you're listening. <laughs> Send me my damn Ahmed Johnson back. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, 
you know, so you had you started off with bone crunchers there. Now, did you continue on with the jacks and go into like the Titan Trons and all that? And what were what were some of the notable figures that you got that you that really stand out that you remember playing with? All right, so I remember, uh, man, I I collected them all all through the early two thousands, late nineties, and early two thousands, mid two thousands. I collected them all. I had my fig fed going much longer than I probably should have. I was probably, and I mean, I'm comfortable with you guys to admit this that I was probably a junior or senior in high school still playing with a fig fed, and you know had it set up at the computer. You had the entrance music. Now we're talking, you know, oh, two thousand five, yeah. two thousand six, two thousand four area. You got the computer. You had the whole nine yards with the music going. Everything was just like it, it was so much better than when you were a kid because you had everything. You had the stage, right. and even if you didn't have a stage, you were older and more creative to come up with something else. Um, uh, yes, which one that I remember the most was probably one of the Jeff Hardys. He was in like uh, the Jeff Hardy, uh, you know, the black pants, and I want to say it was like a white shirt. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I at the time, you know, early two thousands, I loved Jeff Hardy, so I wound up. Sure cutting the hair off with like a knife so like made like this like goofy bowl cut and that was me that was me i was was in my fig fed i didn't have crazy hair like jeff like i you know he wore had all the colors in his hair but like i just like jeff hardy he was my guy at that time so i had to use his figure as my self and of course you know i was on top brother i had the strap i was in the main events i had to right. i had to win it all i'm doing swantons off the stage through tables on guys oh man it, it was a blast that's awesome so um you know now after after you quit playing with them were you still collecting them so there was like a lull there was like some downtime where like i kind of stopped collecting um Mm -hmm. i would get some of the you know some of the ones i got like i said i was a sean guy so i would try to collect as many sean's as i could throughout like my life and everything um i you know the classic you're you're still into wrestling at this time too yeah you're still watching it and yep absolutely i'm still fully obsessed um i after high school i tried to get into the business as a wrestler and then later as a referee with uh house of hardcore so like when you're in the business you know especially at that time i'm only probably three years younger than matt and brian so like at the time like they would talk about how you know when you're trying to get in the business you don't want anyone to know that you're a fan so i kind of backed out on collecting figures and the dvds and all that stuff and um yeah, but I always, you know, if there was one I really wanted, I'd go get it and stuff. Uh, the classics at the time were pretty big, and yeah. I, um, Sean's my guy, so I have Series 1 Classic Sean. Uh, I had it open, and I would actually carry it with me in my bag when I would go train for wrestling or for refereeing. I would carry it in my bag as kind of like a little a little Good reminder of, like, why I started. Oh, okay. yeah. You sound like me with my Kenny yeah. Omega. <laughs> absolutely man like it's it's kind of you know tries to just show you why you became a fan of this to begin with and why you're pursuing this and um a couple years ago probably maybe 2017 or so my wife wound up getting me that exact figure uh mint in box and uh, you probably can't see it but it's like in that case back there and um yeah man so like i would collect throughout you know college and my early 20s and stuff stuff but not as much as i did when i was a kid just because right. trying to trying to make it you didn't really want to sure. be like hey i just picked up the yeah, new I'm this super uh, fan and well, yeah you know, they're like what are you doing? <laughs> exactly exactly yeah yeah so you, you did mention matt and brian there for a second so let's let's get into your first introduction to zach Ryder and kurt hawkins so 
I grew up in New York. I don't know if I said that from the start. I grew up a few towns outside of Poughkeepsie, New York, um, which is about an hour and a half north of Manhattan and about two hours north of Long Island. So I'm, I consider myself a New Yorker. Uh, and you know, to 2007, I graduated high school and I see these two guys with long hair. Um, and like I said, I'm a Shawn Michaels guy, a Jeff Hardy guy. I like the guys with the long hair, with that style, with that look. And you look at Matt and Brian as the major brothers, they had that style and that look and they're from New York. So here I am thinking, you know what, like, these are my guys. Like I want to, I want to be these guys one day. And again, they're only a couple years older than me. So I took a liking to them right away. Uh, and then, you know, they became with edge as the edge heads and, I've liked Edge. My whole teenage years were pretty much defined by the TLC matches, throw the guys, you know, falling off ladders through tables. And here I yeah. am doing backyard wrestling and stuff like <laughs> that, doing all the things. So you see them with Edge, and I'm just like, man, like I like these guys. And um, yeah. you know, as time went on, and it's probably because of the popularity, I I kind of took to Matt a little more than I did with Brian, just because sure. you know Matt yeah. was with the YouTube show and everything like that. But right. uh, I always liked Brian. I always thought Brian was so underrated and so creative. And he just, it's kind of, it's kind of because Matt took off with the YouTube show, but I never felt like Brian got his due in the WWE still to this day. I think Brian is so underrated and you look at the people he signs or he trains with cap. It's just, my God, this guy is so smart to the business. Both of them are man. Like you got Matt with the YouTube thing. You look now, being the elite and all these things happening in wrestling today. Like it's because of the stuff Matt did 10 years ago. And Brian is training the future stars. Like it's, it's unbelievable. Just like when uh, the rock was making his return and, you know, Brian was working with him, you know, I mean, that's the guy. I mean, that just shows you right there how awesome Brian is and how amazing of a, you know, an, an athlete that he is. And, uh, you know, it, it, it is a shame that, you know, he never got his his credit in, in WWE, you know, and and it, I'm one of those people never say never. You know, I mean, do I see them going back? Definitely not anytime soon. Um, and realistically, probably not. But yeah, I mean, you never know what's going to. And, and honestly, I like the way things are going nowadays, I wouldn't want them to go back anyway. Right. Um, you know, but uh, I, I, you know, but. I think at some point, um, and especially in Brian's career, I could see him doing some kind of a, like I would love to see him do like a world champion like run, you know? Oh yeah, long overdue. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he so deserves it, and and he it would just be. I mean, of course, I would love you know to see him and Matt feuding at the same time for it. So that that would be just that'd be awesome for for everyone, you know? Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, I think. No. Um, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say, you know, one of the things, you know, that you brought up, you know, about, you know, how Brian didn't quite like get his due, um, which I completely agree with. Um, I think the other like the, the cool thing about him, though, you know, because like he's, you know, comparatively to Matt, he's he's much quieter, <laughs> much yes. more reserved. Um, but I think something that like. Uh, he kind of doesn't get a lot of credit for, or it doesn't really get thought about for is like, he is like, he's a survivor. And it's like, it's almost like speak when necessary type right. of situation. Because like, if you go back and think about it, they were the major brothers that were going nowhere and were 
probably going to be fired. And it was Brian who came up with and initiated and, you know, basically made the edgehead thing happen. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, then yes, he kind of doesn't get to do a whole lot of, you know, great things after that run. They separate. He kind of, you know, gets put in makeshift tag teams here and there, and then he's kind of gone. He gets brought back to be kind of this bigger deal, and then he just keeps going on these losing streaks. He was the one that's like, no, 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 no. Let's make a thing out of this. Yep. Right. And then again, it became like another huge point in his career that led to a title win at WrestleMania. Right. You know, so like – I, I still agree that, yeah, he, he is, you know, not been given as big of opportunities as he should. But when it comes down to crunch time, he like Made he it has happen. that mind and he right. makes great things happen. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, uh, you know, and, and now, like, you know, with his stuff and impact, we get to see a lot of, you know, really good things going on with him lately. So, yeah. It's, it's awesome for sure. The stuff that both of them, especially Brian, is doing in Impact. I, I think when it comes to Brian, man, I think he could go to WWE, win the title, have a 10-year run with the belt if he wanted. I think at the end of the day, he's going to be most remembered when it's all said and done for his ability to teach and train people. Um, I think he's he's just got a mind for the business. Like you listen, Have you guys listened to Extreme Conversations yet? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Just finally yeah, finished man, it all like, today. Yeah, yeah. Like if you listen to those, and he's got such a mind for the business. I like I said, I think he's he could be a producer. I know he did he dabbled with that a little bit in WWE, but when his in ring career is done, he could be a producer in WWE or AEW or Impact or wherever he wants to go. And you oh, just yeah. see the stars that he's trained already, and how good some of these people are at such a young age. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of amazing to if you sit back and think about it. But uh, yeah. Uh, both Matt and Brian, they're, they're the reason the four of us are here right now. I love those oh, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And no matter what happens with either of their careers or, or whatever, they're they're just the best. I I agree with that. Uh, I mean, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. They, uh, you know, they they've changed all of our lives. I mean, everybody who's in the group, and and even everyone who just listens and it's not even in the group. I mean, before the I even they're. I don't know if there was a Facebook group when I first started, not when I first started listening, but, uh, you know, it was like, it was just so awesome. The podcast was just, it really just changed my life. You know, it was, you know, collecting and, you know, the, the friendships that were built out, you know, it's just, it's incredible. But um, absolutely speaking of all good. I was just going to say, can I tell a quick story real quick about Matt? Yeah. 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 All right. So survivor series, 2013, me and my buddy are driving up to Boston, Massachusetts for the show. We're on the Massachusetts Turnpike. We stop at the rest stop, you know, get something to drink, use the bathroom, etc. I'm in the bathroom at the urinal, you know, peeing, and this guy comes two stalls next to me, and I just sort of glance over, story. you know, <laughs> as the guy walks around and he, you know, he goes to the urinal. I just sort of glance over, and it's Zach Ryder, it's Matt, and I'm uh. like, no way. So I'm like, oh god. So I finish peeing and everything. I go wash my hands. I go outside the bathroom and I say to my friend, "Dude, Zach Ryder's in the bathroom." And my my friend goes, "No way." And he starts to walk in. And I like grab him by his like shirt. I'm like, "Dude, what are you, what are you doing? You can't, you can't do that. He, he's peeing. Like, what are you doing?" And he's yeah. like, "I want to see." I said, "Just wait for him to come." In. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see it. <laughs> so Matt 
comes out of the bathroom and he walks by and my friend's like, holy shit, like that is Zack Ryder. And, you know, he walks over and it's in a rest stop. So, you know, there's like a McDonald's, like a deli section, all that stuff. Matt goes over to the deli section. So we follow him over. We're like, we got to talk to him. And we're both kind of nervous, though. So we walk over and I say the dumbest thing you could possibly say to any celebrity. And I say, excuse me, are you Zack Ryder? (laughs) (laughs) And he looks at me and he's like, yeah. And so we take a picture and everything and I'll show you guys the picture. Um, awesome cool. dude. But I posted this picture in the group one time and he commented and he was like, what the hell am I wearing? And what's with my hair? <laughs> I don't know if you can. Oh, tell. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like wearing a blazer. Wow. A blazer with a green V-neck T-shirt, a lime green V-neck T-shirt. His hair's down. He's got the blonde streak. And by the way, it looks it's like Dolph yeah, it's November in Boston, so it was cold that day, and he's in a blazer and a t-shirt. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I think uh, – I know Billy has had an interaction with Matt in a bathroom. <laughs> I um, did. I, I have, and then uh, – Husfar, have you? Uh, he's like, not yet, but one day I hope so. No. <laughs> I think – probably not. No, not that I remember. <laughs> No, Mark Mark Sterling was taking a shit one time though, and you know I just hung, I, I caught that. <laughs> no, I, I haven't had any bathroom experiences with any wrestlers. <laughs> All right, this is gonna go oh way south if we keep going with that. So we're gonna get off. That. Um, yeah. So you uh, <laughs> sicko. Let's uh, let's get let's get on to the major wrestling figure podcast. So how, how did you get introduced to that, and um, what? You know, how, how has it changed your life? So I, like I said, I've been a fan of Matt and Brian for a while. And, you know, I, I don't even remember, like, I don't even know how I found it, to be honest with you. But I've been a day one subscriber, a day one listener with the Patreon, with the podcast and everything. So I don't even know, like, maybe they put out something a couple days before they released it and said, we recorded the episode. I honestly don't remember. It was only three years ago, yeah. but a lot has happened mm-hmm. in these three years. Sure. So. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but I, I remember, like, just putting it on and it was a half hour episode and I was like, man, these guys are talking figures. I, I, I still collect figures. I love figures and I like these guys. So I want to support these guys. And I thought them talking about figures was really cool. And uh, like I said, I was a day one subscriber, day one listener. And then that was August. You fast forward to November. And I don't know if you guys remember, were you guys listening in like right away, like in November of 2018? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I was. was uh... Okay. So it was like late October, early November of 2018, and they one of the giveaways they did on the podcast was uh, they gave away four things. One of them was assigned Rider um, Elite. One was assigned Hawkins Elite. One was maybe an eight by ten, and the fourth prize was the Rider Chicago Bulls gear. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. I like whatever retweeted or whatever, and I'm like excited and whatever. Maybe a few days later, I get a DM from Matt, and he's like, "Hey, you won something." Uh, send me your address. And I was like, holy shit, like, this is awesome, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And right before then, I had already bought, I want to say maybe two or three of the Rider Elites. So I was kind of like, out of all the prizes, I don't want the Rider Elite <laughs> because right, I've already right. got like three of them. I really <laughs> obviously wanted the gear. And, sure. you know, a couple of days go by and I'm like, all right, uh, whatever it is comes to my doorstep. And I'm like, all, I'm all excited. And I open it up and what do you have? But the Zack Ryder. Elite. 
<laughs> and uh, I, hey, I thought it was awesome. He signed it in Sharpie. He has the number 23 on there from Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. and he's got the hashtag Major WF Pod. So cool. uh, that, you know, I was, like I said, I was a day one listener, but that really um, lured me in even more. I said, you could win prizes like this on the Major Wrestling yeah. Figure Podcast? Hell yeah, I'm all in. Yes. And then uh, as time went on, man, I just listened every week, and it became like a highlight of my week, you know. Yeah. Whether I was at work or whatever, I used to work for the postal service. So a lot of my day is outside, you know, by myself. So I would pop in an AirPod and just listen to the podcast. And then, you know, as time goes on, they put out more podcasts and bonus. And then you got the Patreon. Yeah. And uh, then I got to, you know, meet you guys. You guys came on my podcast a couple months yeah. ago, which is awesome. You know, you meet so many of the people in the group and, I haven't met anybody in person yet, but you know, just the relationships you form with, with you form with these people oh, yeah. online. Yeah. Uh, far, I talk to you quite often. Mm-hmm. I see you every day. You post those uh, those videos that are freaking inspiring beyond belief. You know, well, thank to see you. what you look like to see what you looked like in March of this year to see what you look like now in, in December. Yeah. It's it's really cool to see. And uh, you know, Billy, Jake, you guys were on my podcast. It was awesome talking to you guys and getting to know you guys and. Just to see what the community has done, you know, you think about, and I don't want to bring the mood down, but you think about, you know, Joe Ryan and what everybody did for him, you know, from people like Matt and Brian and Mark down to just people like us who were just in the group and, you know, people, whether it was donating money to his family or Billy, you put together that amazing video, like, man, I'm getting goosebumps bumps just thinking about it like you had 40 or 50 random people from all over the world who love action figures who just took you know anywhere from 10 to 90 seconds out of their day to put a video together for somebody who really needed it and i don't know about you guys but i'm not in any other groups whether it's in real life or online that would do something like that and that's incredible to see um you know let alone the money that was donated. I remember they did the paintings, the auctions for the paintings and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a sad situation, but to see how this group came together for somebody and their family, it's like, man, oh, yeah. I, I am proud to be involved with that. Yeah. And I'm yeah. actually, I'm not in any other groups at all, you know? So, um, you know, I, I, because I, I, I just know that it's not going to be like, like this anywhere else. So, and for me, I like I, I I live a very busy life, so it's difficult for me to. I mean, even these guys know, you know, I, there's sometimes they won't hear from me for days, and you know, Billy's like, uh, just sending you a text, making sure you're alive. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, sorry, you know, whatever. But uh, you know, sometimes it just it, like my life's crazy, so um, you know, it's 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 nice to just come into the group sometimes and just be myself, you know. Like I, I mean, you know, the the major fitness challenge stuff. I mean. You know, I, I'd be embarrassed at some of the pictures that I post in here if I put it on a real Facebook page. You know, <laughs> my, my family's like, uh, "What is wrong with you? Put some clothes on." But uh, you know, it's <laughs> but uh, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like, why are you unloading a trailer and showing off your butt? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, know, just doing stuff, you know, stupid stuff like that, or you know, just taking a picture of my action figures and or doing a giveaway or so, you know, just sometimes I'll, I'll like, Oh, I got an extra whatever, you know, and I don't need to sell it for five bucks. Why not just make somebody's day and do a giveaway, you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel or this or that, or, you know, whatever. And it's just, there's so much just 
good in this community, you know, yep. and that's what it's all about. And I mean, we're all a family at the end of the day, you know, and, and, and I, I love being here. So, you know, like I said, there's, there's no reason for me to go anywhere else and I'm not knocking any other groups. I mean, I'm sure there's great. I am. <laughs> yeah. I'm in some other groups and yeah. I mean, they're not, they don't have that. I mean, sorry groups, but you don't have that family setting sure. that the, the major uh, wrestling figure podcast community has, or, you right. know, there's nothing else like it and it's 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 such a special place and you know uh you almost don't want like to taint that special place you know you don't want anything bad to to be in there you know you protect it because it's so special definitely you gotta protect the taint (laughs) oh my god (laughs) um all right so um (laughs) let's see how uh, we should ruin my moments. Um, so a, a couple uh, questions. So we have our our Patreon, and um, they get I love to this know. Part. They get to know, and this is new. This is only the second time we've done this. I love this. I really um, like this part. This is the only place that gets to know who the guest is ahead of time because we always like to keep it a surprise. Nice. They all um, knew. And uh, so our Patreon subscribers get to know who it is. And, uh, you know, so the last one was, um, you know, was was Max Smash Master. So, you know, a lot of people know who he is and and stuff. But this is the first time where it's another major mark who some people may not know a lot. Um, so, uh, it, it was nice to get a, f- a few questions. Um, so the first one is from Brian Lyons. He Another says, Brian. when you sign your name, do you draw steel chairs or use an emoji? <laughs> oh man. Uh, no, actually my, uh, my, my signature, is just, it's just a BC, uh, I, I don't spell out my last name, and it's funny that he made a joke about my last name. When I was in kindergarten, my uh, kindergarten teacher would call me Brian Sofa, which oh, I was God. like, "Oh yeah, oh, this man. is this is great, this is great." And it's uh, luckily I don't get those jokes anymore, but uh, maybe maybe I'll do the. Let me see. I'll, I'll try it here. He's like, "Is your middle it's, name Dining it's, Room?" Uh, <laughs> it's, it's better God. than it's better than Andrew Husfart. Yeah. Did your teacher that. call you that? Not my teacher, but kids used to say that. Yeah. No, him, his teacher was like, "What's up, sexy?" Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Brian, I tried the steel chair <laughs> on the signature. It's not working, so I think I'm just gonna stick with the BC. I think yeah. the counterpoint would be for you to ask him. So, Brian, when you sign your name, do you draw <laughs> lions or use an emoji? <laughs> a lion emoji. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. And then we got a couple from Jerry Cook. I'm going to ask them out of order, and and um, they both will uh, lead into other questions or sure. uh, you know Topics. conversation topic. But uh, the first one is um, from Jerry Cook. Any advice in regards to promoting your podcast? I found that we are consistent with ours, but the area we aren't great at is promotion. And um, you know, I think this is actually a very interesting topic, uh, one that we haven't really dug into, um, you know, on the show. And obviously you had your podcast and, um, you know, you spent a lot of time on it. And I think you were very good at promoting your show. And Thanks. it has the best podcast name in the business, in my opinion. 
tables, ladders, and chairs like that. I remember when you, when I first saw that or heard that, I was like, wow, like that's the best, like that's the best. Like it just, it, it clicks. What's, right. what's, the, what's the French version of that, Husfar? You were just saying it earlier. Tables, ladders, and charres. <laughs> I, oh, I totally forgot that was going to be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> going to be like, I, I so just, welcome uh, to the uh, show, Brian Cherries. That's because that's because Billy was when Joe Dumas was on. He's like, am oh, I right. pronouncing this right? Is it Dumas? And he's like, no, it's Dumas. Well, it's because it, there was that old commercial, if you guys remember. And it was like, his name, the dude's like uh, placard said like Dumas. And they're like, hey, what's up, Dumas, dumbass. And he's like, dumbass. it's Dumas, dumbass. It's Dumas. So anyway. That's like, well, hey, we- since we're speaking of Joe, why don't we go ahead and play our commercial from our sponsor. Right <laughs> oh, God. Now. The following announcement has been paid for by JPD Customs. Have you ever wanted to expand your Hasbro roster with figures that were never made before? Well, now you can with JPD Customs. And while you're there, don't forget to check out my favorite thing, the Brett the Hitman Heart Sunglass Decals. Available in pink, mirror finish, and my favorite, the 96 Black with the Purple Inlay. So, Billy, tell them where they need to go to pick up all these amazing items. JPDCustoms.com all right, there we go. Okay, there All is right. your Joe Dumas, Dumas. Dumas. <laughs> uh, commercial. And yes, JP now let's deadly. let's JP, get back. Yeah, JP yep. Deadly on Twitter, uh, JPD Customs on yep. Instagram, JPDCustoms.com. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yes, let's talk about the um promotion of of promoting. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so with my podcast, like, like you said, like promotion, it, promotion is key. You got to get the podcast out to the audience. Mm-hmm. And I personally don't think I even did that good of a job with it. I was kind of disappointed in myself with that, but I feel like I was on the right track. You know, I, I, I think, you know, just post as much as you can. You, you got to walk the fine line though, because you don't want to be annoying, right? but you also want to get your, information and out there um to me i use twitter a lot like that's like Mm -hmm. my bread and butter was twitter um i I liked instagram but a lot of times on my personal instagram page it was just like my friends and family liking it so if you're going to have an instagram or a twitter or something i would suggest like you guys do have one for you know your podcast make sure you get that out there and interact with people the best way to get the word out is to interact with people. If you send out a tweet, you know, who's um, who do you think's winning tonight's match on AEW or on raw between so-and-so and so-and-so. If you have somebody respond to that, respond to them, like get it out there, like interact yeah, with your audience, yeah. you know, like that's, that's the key is to get your audience attention and interact with them. Because if they say, Hey, this Twitter account interacts with me, I'm talking wrestling with these guys. You know, they tell their friend and they'll just keep going. So I think post as much as you can, but try not to post the same thing. I know a lot of times like people would like, I I was guilty of it too. Like I would retweet my own stuff in on my personal page, on the Twitter, on the podcast page, but you know, uh, try to get more stuff out there. If you're doing a podcast and it's on video, 
make clips. Put the clips out there. You guys, yeah, you were awesome always job very, you stuff. were, yeah. yeah, you were great with those. Yeah, yeah. You, you uh, thank you, thank you. I, uh, <laughs> I do actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, uh, yeah, get your stuff out there. Uh, post as much as you can, but don't be annoying. And post right. new stuff is my yeah, best. Don't advice. be a, don't be a husfar. What I post on Twitter all the time. I know, but it's annoying. On your so. on your Twitter. Okay. Oh yeah, but I retweet ours all the time. So, so here's yeah, a I do it. Here, here's no. a big thing, and and it's 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 interesting. Um, you know, and and you gotta consider like who you know who your audience is. Yep. You know, for for us, it is strictly the major community. Um, and you know, so like you have to assume kind of two things. You know, and it's that like. We are lucky to have a loyal fan base um, or friend base, you know, that like if we post it in the major Facebook group, which, you know, even there, it's like, well, we don't want to overdo it there because then that gets incredibly annoying. And like uh, we already annoy people (laughs) to a degree (laughs) anyway, you know, so it's well, I mean, sure, there is a little (laughs) bit of that. But like, and look, there's there's way more people that that um, you know appreciate what we do than don't. But you also have to take into account the people that don't necessarily oh. care for you either. Yeah, and it's, especially it's like when we're in like a taste thing, you know, some people like it, some people don't. And right, we're not going to shove it down your throat if you don't like, you know, exactly. You don't, you don't have to eat my hamburger, dude. You know? <laughs> right, and 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 that's the thing is like when a new episode drops, we'll post it. Um, if there's a lot of merch drops, probably won't do every single one of them. Um, you know, so you kind of keep that kind of to a minimum. And then that's where you focus on your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram. Um, and you know, again, even there, you, you want to, you want to post, but you don't want to do it too much. Um, and, um, so yeah, that's that, that noise is as far. Me? Whoa, yeah, oh. it is. <laughs> what do you mean? What I mean oh, is oh the noise God. that I'm hearing is you. Um, anyway, um, you know, and so like posting is a big thing. It's a big deal. And um, you just got to find that happy medium and, um, you know, find the right times that work best. Um, a big thing that I like to try and do, and Brian, like you said, is is engage. Um, you know, you want to engage with people. Um, sometimes you, you know, I like to try and go that extra effort. Like I don't like to just do the retweet. I like to do a retweet and say something about it, yep. you know, cause then you're actually, you're, you're putting out content right. of your own, so to speak. And you're also creating an option to be able to interact with someone and, mm-hmm. you know, you can starts like like brian was just saying you know you get that engagement going and you can kind of work off that and then it it just spreads like wildfire um you know another thing you know that you know i'm a big surprise guy um and (laughs) big time (laughs) (laughs) everything has to be a surprise with with billy well but like you know you go back and you look at like so when you know with with our guests um You make the guest a surprise, you build up towards it, you know, whatever. Um, we thought that like, you know, so this was early on and it, it was a learning experience. Um, when Matt Cardona was on the show, 
Um, <laughs> we, we promoted that early. What happened there, though, was, you know, we still got a lot of listens off of it, but I don't think we got nearly as many as we would have as we is if we would have waited. Because what happened was with some people, if you're lucky, you will get a retweet out of them. You know, Matt and the major, you know, pod page and Brian and Mark, like they've all been pretty good about like, you know, if they see our posts, they will retweet it, especially if they're on. Well, what happened was Matt retweeted it saying like the announcement that he was going to be on people want their stuff now. Yep. They had to wait. We didn't yeah. get all those by the time, first. By the, by the time the listens. episode came out, they already forgot about it. You know? Right. So, so yeah. by the time like he was on and we started sharing that, Matt wasn't really retweeting it because he already did. And and not that he did anything wrong by not retweeting yeah. it, but he 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 did his he did his share. Yeah. But since we did it early, we we kind of shot ourselves in the foot a little yeah. bit. But the so, good thing about that is we actually learned from that. You know what yes. I'm saying? So that, yep. that everything happens for a reason. Yeah, and, exactly. And yeah, it, and we learned from it. So, yeah, and yeah. I I was totally on board about it, but you know, it, it just makes you go, well, shit. Maybe <laughs> maybe we should have waited because like if it would have worked and people would have like started subscribing or whatever to the channel like then then we would have known like hey that really worked let's change gears and go that way um you know so like you know Jerry Cook you know he has the um you know the action figure wrestling podcast it's not necessarily like you know with guests and big surprises and stuff like that so you know the best thing to do is just you know find those best times to you know that to promote um right. You know, they say try not to drop episodes on Mondays because, like, that's, like, the first day people are getting into work and they're, like, recovering Adjusting from the, for the, week, week. the weekend and they're getting everything ready Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, those start to get better, you know, whatever. Um, you know, for us, we chose Thursday because it was the only day that, um, like, there wasn't a major podcast. Um, and it was like, why are we going to compete with them? Um, so I don't know. There's all kinds of places you can go with, with promoting. I think one of the biggest things that I'm happy that we were able to accomplish was having major world order for everything. Yeah. You know, not, you you have different names for different places. It becomes difficult to like follow where, where's what, what, you know, um, you can, you can get tagged in something on Instagram, but it's your Twitter, your Twitter handle. It might, it might be different. Um, so having the same stuff is, you know, easy um, and yeah. like, like you hear me say at the beginning of every episode, you can find us all at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at major world order and Facebook, you know, or uh, pro wrestling tees, major world order and pit, you know, like it's all the stuff you just try to keep it all cohesive. Um, you find what's yep. best for you and you just gotta, I don't know. Consistency is key. Work hard on it. Um, you know. If you feel like you don't have enough time in the day, you're going to go poop probably at least once a day, you know, so, you know, like (laughs) promote then, like if you're a super busy person is all I'm getting at and you don't have time to be on your phone all day, you can promote while you're taking a shit. There you (laughs) You go, Jake. You find times to make things work. Yeah. So I only do that uh, after take my pre-workouts. Um, so let's hold off on getting to the next question and let's, let's talk about 
you know, your podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember you getting a hold of me early on and talking about things and um and uh yeah, you started your show and it was very good and you were doing a lot of good things and you kind of decided to end it or take a break or whatever the case is, but let's, you know, let's talk about the formation of it and the good times and you know, essentially where it led. Yeah. Yeah, um so last year I had left my job and I was looking, you know, to do something that I wanted to do all my life. Well, maybe not all my life, but all my uh, adult life really would be be involved in wrestling somehow and uh, start a podcast. Um, literally was like, you know what, I'm just going to do this. I have time on my hands now, so let me go for it. Um, I launched the show January 1st of this year, 2021, and I could not have picked... And you guys may disagree with me, and that's okay. But in my opinion, I could not have picked a worse year to start a wrestling podcast because to me, 2021 has been, 2020 into 2021 has been a terrible year in the world of wrestling, especially in the WWE. And that is what I mainly focused on. So as the months went on, it became harder and harder to talk about wrestling because I wasn't watching it as much as I had been for my entire life. Um, had I started this in 2019, I probably still would be going, uh, you know, here we are in December instead of stopping in September. But uh, yeah, September kind of came around and I was like, man, I, I, I'm not a hundred percent invested in this. I, I like wrestling. I, I like talking to my guests and all, but it just became a lot to, t- to watch wrestling multiple times a week be caught up on everything um and talk about it every friday so i kind of just put it on hiatus you know i think it'll come back one day i had fun doing it but as you guys know man it's a lot of work to do a podcast like a lot of people probably think you know yeah man a lot of people probably think you know you just sit in front of a microphone and talk for an hour and there you go but it's it's not man like you gotta edit that thing uh, as you saw when I was coming on here, you have people who have internet problems, so yeah. sometimes it doesn't always work. Um, I know with Jake, when we recorded our episode, I uh, forgot the time that we were supposed to record. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you you messaged me, and you're like, hey, man, are we doing this at 3? And I was yeah. like, um, I thought we said Thursday. So, like, right. stuff like that happens. Yeah. Like, it's just or it's stuff like lot. this, like how far just disappears, you know, <laughs> he's gone. He's Keep gone. rolling. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, yeah, man, I had fun doing it. I think it'll come back one day. I just yeah. need to one day soon, maybe even I just need to come up with a new format because like I said, um, the Thunderdome era of the WWE yeah. and AEW and Daly's place and impact in right. the place in Tennessee with not too many people. Like it was tough to yeah. get into wrestling. Sure. Oh, for the yeah. last couple months and uh it affected my you know not my love for podcasting but just like i didn't want to put out a bad product and something yeah. i wasn't fully invested in and that's kind of why it stopped and uh but like i said i had fun doing it and i hope to do yeah. it again one day maybe a different version of it or you know yeah. talking about something else um i don't know but uh podcasting is awesome i thank you guys for being guests on my show um, oh, and I thank, thank anybody who us, listened. Man. Yeah, anytime, guys. And I uh, thank anybody who listened. And it was fun, you know, while it lasted. But uh, it just got tough towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it, yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's, it's like you said, it's, it's very difficult um, 
I mean, I, I could only imagine just being one guy doing it. You know what I mean? That's that's a lot of work because I mean, you have to, you know, like for for you, you have to get caught up on everything. You have to talk about something entertaining. You got to make that entertaining because everybody else yep. has already more than likely watched that as well. So yep. You know, they're going to be like, okay, yeah, we know we don't need a recap. We, we you know, you, you got to go way more in depth, which you did. And then, yep. you know, you have guests on and you kind of get their feedback and you kind of work off of each other with that. But I mean, it's a lot of work, you know, scheduling guests and, you know, trying to work out y- your time constraints and their kind of time constraints and, you know, getting everything set up and, uh, you know, yeah. and, and it, it's, I mean, luckily for, for us three, you know, we, we have a system that, that works pretty well and we're all, kind of in agreement like hey you know we got to be a little flexible here here and there but you know for the most part we we you know just do whatever we got to do to make it work and uh we we've all been very fortunate you know because again and i, I was talking uh, a little earlier with someone today um you know we're not like on a pedestal or you know like these famous people or anything like that like we're fans just like everybody else you know and um you know it's like we we do this because we love this you know and and yes there are times when it's difficult uh you know we fight with each other you know um we you know have issues with guests you know or whatever you know there's just all kinds of things that come up but at the end of the day the three of us know that this is worth it and and we're 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 brothers, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, it's like we, we can, we can overcome our bullshit, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's what brothers do, but uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a lot of hard work and, and you have to be dedicated for it. And I mean, honestly, if I didn't have these two with me, I, I, I wouldn't be doing it. There's no way, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of hard work, but having them here with me, it makes it fun and it makes it worth it, you know, because, you know, I can bounce ideas off of them and we can make this work and do that. And it's, it's like a creative outlet for me. Like I get to design things and I get to do things and make things and build things and create content. That's, you know, just a lot of fun. So, um, you know, it's kudos to you for, for going for so long and, and you went through a really rough time, you know, but you did, did a great job. And I think, uh, you're going to do a lot of amazing things in the future. You just got to figure out, you know, what works for you and your brand, you know? I appreciate that. Thank you. And uh, like you said, uh, getting guests, man, that was <laughs> that, that probably was the downfall of my podcast if I really thought about it. Because like you said, like I'm just one guy and you have sure. to make a show entertaining, sure. talking about something that people already watched. And let's be honest, Sam Roberts has a podcast with X number of thousands and thousands of followers, and he's doing the exact same thing I'm trying to do. So right. more, who's going to, you know, listen to me compared to him and stuff. But like you guys, you guys have three guys. So at the very least, if you don't have a guest, you could just bounce stuff off each other and hit record and yeah. talk for an hour. And you're going to come up with a pretty entertaining episode. You know, yeah. for me, like talking about stuff that's already aired for, you know, people and make it entertaining and worth listening to. Yeah. It's just tough. So like, like you said, like getting very guests difficult. is hard and I give you guys yeah. credit too. Like it's, it's been over a year for you guys and, Every week, for the most part, you guys are pumping out a new guest every week, and it's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, and luckily, uh, you know, we do have the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast community. That that's our cornfield. You know, that's where yeah. we're plucking from. You know, for the most part, <laughs> and and we have, I mean, literally, you know, there that's 
the goal is to get every major mark on this show. Uh, I mean, it's to hear their story and, and everything. But, you know, of course, there's sometimes when, uh, you know, we, we do a questions episode because we get a lot of great questions and it's, you know, it, it, we got to spice it up and shake it up a little bit, you know, and then sometimes we're able to get, you know, a professional wrestler on here. So, yep. you know, or somebody who's like not in the group, but, you know, has done something for wrestling. And, you know, it, it you have to, you know, if we do the same interview every single week, we're, we're out of business. You know what I mean? It's like nobody wants to hear the same thing over and over and over, you know, so you got to and, and a lot of people's stories are the same, you know. That most yeah. of us are all around the same age and so we got into wrestling at the same time and we played with the same action figure you know what i mean and it's just yep. like okay you know i heard this you know three times in a <laughs> row now but um you know but it's it's once we kind of get over that that we we get to know the person and that's yeah. what makes the episode special yep. um so it, and, and that's what makes it worth it so that's my two cents but uh you know i i, I love this community and I, I love what we're doing and and you know Brian and everyone else who, uh, you know, has has been supporters of ours. We we appreciate you guys and we love you. You know, and we we wouldn't be here without you. So, um, you know, thank you guys. Yeah. Well, more learning about our guests. Jerry Cook also asks, as a referee, favorite spot to do during a match. Also, any spots that guys would do that you disliked. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. My referee career went from 2014 to 2016, where I did it pretty much, uh, yeah, full time. Um, I tra- a little bit of backstory. I trained uh, with Tommy Dreamer at the House of Hardcore oh, wow. in Poughkeepsie. So, cool. um, so that was cool. Um, quick side note, and then I'll get to the question. Uh, yeah, I mean, we need one- to learn about your referee. Yeah, anyway, yeah. So, absolutely. Um, I started training in. December of 2014. Fast forward to January 2015, about a month later, um, Tommy Dreamer comes up to me and I want to give a shout out to to Vic Delicious and Hale Collins. They are local independent wrestlers in Poughkeepsie um, who helped Tommy with the school. And uh, I owe everything that wrestling gave me to those two guys. I've known them for probably like 15 years now. And when I signed up to the school, they were the two head trainers along with Tommy, obviously. And uh, they taught me everything I knew and they are the best. They're still wrestling now. So ironically, their tag team name is called the now. So uh, (laughs) if you're in Poughkeepsie, New York, um, check them out. Uh, They, you know, all over the Northeast. So check them out. They're awesome. But, um, about a month into training, uh, Tommy comes up to me and he says, you know, you're going to have your first match. And I'm like, okay, I don't think I'm ready, but sure. And uh, it's at the Mid-Hudson Civic Center in Poughkeepsie at an event called The Man Show. Uh, the Man Show is a guy convention, basically like a Comic-Con, but for manly men, you know. And it was done <laughs> the s- Sunday before the Super Bowl. So basically, you know, there's a bunch of vendors for beer and girls in bikinis and wing eating contests and all this sort of stuff. Sounds like and my kind of place. <laughs> it's awesome. And this <laughs> particular year, they said, we're going to put a wrestling ring right in the middle of the convention and put on live matches. Um, oh, yeah. So turns out Tommy couldn't be there that day. So he sent one Brian Myers to be the supervisor. Uh, this was when oh, wow. Brian wasn't with WWE, obviously. And yeah. um, he sh- he shows up and, you know, I go up, introduce myself, everything like that. Uh, he's like, all right, guys, whatever you want to do. Um, that was the first time I ever met Brian. 
And we wound up having a bunch of matches. I've probably refereed probably 15 matches that day by myself. And then we do a, uh, a battle Royal. And at the end of the, this is at the end of the day, it's a bunch of cap students and a bunch of house of hardcore students. And they're like, all right, what are we going to do for the battle Royal? They're like, what if the referee wins it? It comes down to the last guy. <sighs> no he way. slides in, he raises, he slides in, he raises the guy's hand as he's the winner. And then he grabs him by the shirt and throws him over the top. And <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I'm like nervous as hell. Cause like, I've been a month into this and I'm like, is this going to get right. back to Tommy? Like, am I going to get in trouble for this? <laughs> <laughs> we go up. I left Brian. you in charge and see what you did. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. We, <laughs> put myself over brother. <laughs> we, uh, we go up to Brian and we tell him the story and like the idea. And he's like, yeah, that's awesome. I don't care. Do whatever you want. So I oh, wind up winning sweet. the, uh, winning Dude, the battle Royal awesome. in my hometown. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. That's yeah. So but awesome, uh, back dude. to Jerry's question. <laughs> He wanted to know my favorite spot, my least favorite spot. Well, that's um, got to be the favorite spot were, right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you would think. You would think. But there were some times There were some times when uh, we would do the House of Hardcore shows, and they would be in the ECW arena, um, or we would run the – I forget the name of the building, but it was in Queens, New York. And uh, there's a, there was a local tag team called Team Tremendous, uh, Dan Barry, a uh, friend of yeah. the podcast. And Bill Carr, uh, actually, this past weekend at Beyond Wrestling, they just had a street fight against each other. So uh, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's a pretty good match. But um, they used to be a tag team, and they were like a buddy cop movie, like an 80s buddy cop team. So they would do the spot where, you know, I would be the ref for the match. They would be like, you know, as the ref would go check the competitor, make sure he doesn't have any foreign objects on him. And I would always go to check them, but they would take me, spin me into the corner and check me for foreign objects. <laughs> and they would always find like brass knuckles or one time they found, uh, one time they found marijuana on me, which was actually a bag of oregano. Um, and the, crowd, the crowd pops. They're like, Oh God, we got a crooked ref. They'll pop me and throw me out. And then somebody this. would come out and replace me. And, um, first time it was Mikey Whipwreck replaced me second time. Oh, wow. Uh, Earl Hebner replaced me and Jimmy oh, Corderas in Dude. Canada. And um, we ran that spot That's on amazing. like three or four shows. And that was always fun because the crowd, like they knew it was coming by like the second or third time, but it was like always just awesome to, yeah. for me to like act a little bit. Like I'd be like, no, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, yeah. you know, whatever. And they'd <laughs> right. kick me out and then a big star would come out to replace me and the place would go That's nuts. Awesome, so that was always man. fun. Damn, that is like that is cool awesome. What a great story. And like, the people that replaced you too, like yeah. that's huge. Yeah, like it was, <laughs> it was cool. Um, be a ref now. <laughs> another time, uh, it was in the ECW arena. This was probably the. This was actually the only time I actually refereed in the ECW arena. The other times, obviously, I got kicked out. But um, <laughs> we had a guy at the at the House of Hardcore School. School. His name was uh, Action Ortiz. Ben Ortiz. And um, he was one of the students, but he was like Tommy's top student. And, um, you know, he kind of took me under his wing. He had a match against uh, one of Tajiri's students from Japan in the opener of House of Hardcore a couple years ago. And uh, I'm, you know, backstage and I was supposed to just do the spot with Team Tremendous where I got kicked out. And um, Hal Collins comes up to me and he's like, uh, dude, do you want a referee tonight? Like actually ref? And I'm like, yeah, definitely. He's like, all right, man, you're up first. Go with Ben and he'll tell you what's going on. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> So 
I go over to Ben and he's like, yeah, I'm wrestling this Japanese guy. He speaks no English. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, God. So he tells me the finish. And like literally two minutes later, Justin Roberts comes up to me and he's like, all right, are you the first? Are you the ref for the first match? And I'm like, yeah, he's like, all right, let's go. And then Welcome to the Jungle starts playing. The arena's dark. And he's like, come with me. We walk out into the crowd, get in the ring. And they turn those house lights on. And I'm standing there like a deer in the headlights. I'm like, holy shit. This is insane. (laughs) Um, The match lasted, you know, maybe like six, seven minutes. It was a pretty quick match. And I was, it felt like a half hour to me. I was like, let's get in here. Let's get out of there and get this done. And uh, (laughs) yeah, man, it was awesome to be in the ECW arena in front of all those people. Like, man, like refereeing. It's a hard job too. You never, you, you got to mm-hmm. stay out of people's way and all that stuff. But uh, it was a lot of fun. I loved it. I could talk about that stuff all the time. Uh, that's it's so awesome. That's great. Like, I've been having so much fun talking with you about other things. It's like, I just want to hear more referee stories. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, when I, I went keep to going, the, um, I got a couple. Oh, yeah. When, keep them when I went to the cap open house, they said, like, you know, refereeing gets such, you know, um, I, I don't want to say a bad rep, but like, like people just underestimate it. Like it's, you're, you're, you're doing a lot of, a lot of different things all at once. And it, it I, I don't, I don't think people give referees enough credit. Like it's, it, it's so awesome. I, I think it's so cool. Like you're pretty much, you know, making sure the safety of the, the two wrestlers, but you're also, you know, trying to keep the match going and, you know, and I, I love it. I think it's cool. And yeah, I want, I want more stories too. <laughs> I'll, I'm trying to show you guys a picture. I don't, well, we, I know the audience won't be able to see it, but there's me in the ring with Colt Cabana yeah. at the ECW arena. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's great. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's, it was so a good what's time. Your, what's your least favorite spot? <laughs> <sighs> My least I think favorite that was spot. That, I think that was it. Yeah, um, it was favorite and least favorite. Any spots that guys would do that you disliked? Honestly, I can't think of one. Like, I actually, I loved getting bumped. Like, anytime somebody came up to me and was like, we got to take you out, you're going to bump, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. Like, let's do this, you know? <laughs> and um, th- that was always cool. But I can't really think of a spot. I guess I guess whenever there were multiple guys, like, a lot of run-ins and shenanigans happening because that's when things could get weird mm. because, you're like, you don't want to make the ref look bad. And a lot of times, like, it, it's inevitable. You watch WWE, AEW, like, there's a lot of situations where the ref kind of looks like a dork. And uh, those would not be fun <laughs> because you got to, like, the live audience, you can hear them, like, yelling to you, like, he's right there, or do something, open your eyes. Yeah. And it's like, oh, God, I know, him, but I'm just yeah. playing I into can't. the story. <laughs> yeah. right. Exactly. But, yeah, I, I can't really think of anything too crazy, but just whenever there's a lot of uh, – a lot of shenanigans happening. It gets a little tough. Yeah. The chaos. <laughs> Sounds like so much fun though. Yeah, for sure. And like, you know, like you said, you know, you had to train, you know, you essentially like what a lot of people don't realize too is a lot of times I know it probably doesn't happen any everywhere. I know it didn't necessarily happen with me. Um, but like whether if you want to come in and be a referee or and I think Andrew, this is kind of what you were talking about, where like yeah. people maybe don't look at it the 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 correct way. Right. Um, is if you're if you're a referee or want to come in just as a manager or a ring announcer or whatever, a lot of times they put you through the same training as mm-hmm. a wrestler. Yeah. Um so did you go through a lot of that stuff? No, actually, and that's because I, uh, when I was a kid, 
firstborn, I was born with a heart condition. And throughout my life, I've had three open heart surgeries. Um, so I really shouldn't be bumping, essentially, which is pretty much the main reason why I didn't pursue the dream of being a wrestler. Um, <laughs> but when I was at the House of Hardcore School, I would beg every day, uh, Vic and Hale, teach me to bump, teach me to bump. And I started in December and probably it took until probably like July or August of the following year for them to be like, all right, we'll show you how. So um, I would do stuff where like they do a drill, like the cardio drills, you know, we'd run. I don't know if any of you guys, I think Husfar, you've been to the mid Hudson civic center. Um, it's mm -hmm. a small arena, but it's also a big arena. We yes. would run those stairs. Um, oh, wow. You know, probably 50 to 60 times a practice three days a week. So like that sort of stuff I would do. But as far as like the falling down and stuff, it really didn't happen too often. Um, in fact, I bumped on the show without even knowing how to take a bump because I was so excited about it. I convinced one of the wrestlers, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. You, you could body slam me. And, uh, I took the bump just cause I was so excited about it. But, uh, yeah, yeah it, it was interesting. It was cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, Let's go ahead and start moving into um, the uh, four by six questions every week. <laughs> what? That was a new thing I tried. It didn't work. I kind of like, liked uh, it. It was like Beetlejuice, like Dale or something. Dale. Uh, but every week, uh, you know, typically, Jake, we, we will post a... Uh, a typically? Uh, always. Well, you know. Very damn time. <laughs> so anyway. Um, Give my damn credit. All right. <laughs> no. Um, Jake will post a thing in the Facebook group asking uh you know for questions and if we pick your question we'll give you a four by six we don't do eight by tens because we're not you know the guys we're and the we're, we're the cheap podcast. the cheap ones <laughs> <laughs> so anyway here is that jingle it's four by six time there's some hoes in this house there's some hoes in this house there's some hoes in this house Astro mwo Question of the week, win a four by six, signed by Hunter Billy and Jerk. Major World Order. So fancy. Jingle bells, man, it smells like a major league. All right. So. <laughs> Hope he gets hit by the Anyway, <laughs> who, who has what questions uh, picked? Oh, Me boy. And, uh, Brian, I'm, you, of course, are welcome to, yeah. uh, you know, answer along Join with us. Join in with us, man. Sounds good. Hell yeah. Well, I will go first because I am ready. Okay. I'm going to go with Brandon Nason. He says, if you could have a sleepover movie marathon <laughs> with only one major pod personality, who would it be and what would the movie marathon theme be? Well, for I me, this is very, Ooh, very it's easy. a good question. Uh, I, I like mean, that question. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I mean, I could, there's a lot of stuff you could do, but I have to go with smart Mark Sterling. The reason why is because my man likes those beers just as much as I do. And we would be drinking, smoking, straight West Coasting. So oh I don't think Mark smokes. I know. I don't either. <laughs> I just like to say that song because I heard it. Uh, <laughs> oh it got stuck in my head like 12 years ago. Anyway, um, you know, Mark would come over. We'd hang out. We'd wear some cool pajamas and drink some beer. 
and we'd watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1, 2, and 3. Yes, I said 3. It's <laughs> part of it. But yeah, I, th- I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, I got. Oh, damn, I guess we got to watch the new ones, too. Oh, what the hell? We'll stay yeah, up what the hell? Day. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. It's a sleepover. Yeah. It's a marathon. Yeah. I think it's I think a sleepover. Be, yeah. Get, order some pizzas and just hang out. I mean, it sounds super unhealthy, but, uh, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm down to have a good time with my man, Smart Mark. So I think I think that'd be a lot of fun. So for me, it's it's funny. Like, typically, I, I would I would think I would align myself with Matt because, like, his favorite movies are my favorite movies. You know, Monster mm-hmm. Squad, Ghostbusters, Turtles, all that stuff. But, like, I don't know how much like we would like geek out over the stuff. I think we'd watch it and be like, yeah, that was cool. But Mark, on the other hand, I, I think it would be fun to watch movies with him. And I actually wouldn't go in those movie directions. I would go in like, like Quentin Tarantino type stuff or something, because like, I think Mark and I would be able to geek out more about like the making of stuff. Like I think we would have a lot of fun talking about the technical aspects of of things. So I would go that route. Um, so Mark Sterling theme would be like kind of more like artsy fun films. So I am picking Brian Myers uh-huh. for the sleepover, and he can watch um, all my home movies of my young birthdays. No, I don't have home movies. <laughs> go fuck off. Um. So it it was between Happy two birthday, different. Yo, let me answer my question. Some of, so it was between two different franchises. Um, that was tough. I I was gonna at first say the Star Wars movies because he said he hadn't when he saw Phantom Menace back in the day, and that's what kind of made him fall off the the Star Wars movies. But I, I ultimately am gonna go with the Marvel movies, the MCU movies. Because I know um, him and um, Mackenzie have been starting. You know, sh- she has a crush on her bo- her that boy in class or whatever is getting her in the Marvel movies. So we can watch the Marvel movies so we can get versed on you know the characters kind of for her, but also like enjoy them and see what he thinks. Like especially like I'd love to see what he thinks about like Infinity War about that you know that ending where where. I don't know. Dude, it's years old. Where everyone dusts at the end, you know. You have to watch twenty three movies with him. That's fine. That's a lot of that's a lot of hangout time, man. Brian. I lock the door, Brian, you can never leave. (laughs) No, you're gross. And I just feel like he would appreciate them. Like I feel like he would enjoy them, you know, and, and geek out over them, you know. And I think you would be able to to teach him a lot of stuff too. Sure. Absolutely. You know, I don't he doesn't Dick get in the I doesn't... totally picture this. I could just see Brian like twenty minutes into he's like, Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna head on home. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would like, be no, cool. Can't leave. <laughs> We'd have some PBRs, get a pizza, whatever we kick out in Marvel movies. He's, he 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 collects comic books back in the day. Yeah. No, I, you're right, Billy. Absolutely yeah. could, you know, teach him a few things, you know, yeah. about the Marvel movies. He doesn't get in the weeds in that stuff like we do. And yeah, I, he, yeah so all right, Brian. Uh, I'm not just saying this because of the time of the year that it is right hmm. now, but uh, I would 100% have a sleepover with Matt Cardona. We would order a delicious cheese pizza just for us. We would get some 90s junk food, some Pepsis, and we would watch Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2. Nice. Now I that's... literally just watched Home Alone 1 yesterday. Yeah, no. Billy uh, watched two yesterday, yeah, didn't been, you? Yeah, we've been showing Logan the the Home Alone moves. So. Nice. 
Oh, yeah. speaking of which, uh, I did mention this on in your house yesterday, but um, I saw somebody had posted in the Facebook group that at the end of Jingle All the Way. Yeah, there's an end credit scene. Yeah, I didn't know that. Old news. Well, <laughs> what happened in it? Because I don't feel like. So pretty it. much, what happens is. <laughs> Sorry, guys. The, the credits right now. The credits roll, yeah. and then they show um, the Arnold and his wife in their uh-huh. bedroom. I think they're in bed, and he's like, "Oh, like Jamie, you know, I don't know how you got that Turbo Man doll for Jamie or whatever." And then he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm my ways, blah blah blah." And then she's like, "Oh, I can't wait to see what you got me." And then she turns off the lights and it like there's a light over his eyes and he's like like uh, his eyes nice. bug out and that's how it ends. Okay. Um but the way I found out about it was when they would show it on TV, they would either fast forward through the credits oh, like super yeah, fast yeah. and they would yep. do it right away, or there's some cuts where it was right after I got the you. the um Yeah, and then they do the credits after that. Yeah. I got so you. if you watch oh. it on like network television and such. Awesome. Hell yeah. Next question. Um I'm gonna go with damn Brian. Justin. Now you, I want a Pepsi now. You said that. <laughs> yeah, with Pepsi, me. perfect. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, right now, who Justin Reynolds? Question: uh, Who do you guys hope to see in the uh, um, FC Toys Cella bone crunching line? Bone crushing line. It's bone crushing. Yeah, it's is supposed to be bone dude. crunching. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. It's just like bendies and not bendums. These are bone you're right. crushing. You're right. You're right. Um, you're right. You're right. I really right. like. I agree with. Um, I think it was Matt said it on the pod. Um, I would love to see a a pillman, uh, like a loose cannon pillman, because I think he only got a stomp. I think that was his only. Did he have like one other? Released it regular later, but I don't remember for sure. I want like a a pillman with like you know the studded vest. Yeah, and maybe you know it'd be cool if he came with the gun, you know, and he (laughs) (laughs) that would be kind of dope. But uh, I would love to see like pillman. Um, I would love to see. Oh man, I'm trying to think of like who hasn't gotten. Who never got one, but you know, kind of deserved one. I mean, a lot of them got them. maybe some like of the the women's wrestlers. You know, maybe maybe a different sable that is doesn't have the um like the dress. Like maybe a ring gear sable. Um, maybe yeah. you know something like that. Maybe a Trish. Uh, you know, maybe some female female characters for sure. Yep. Um, you know, with with this, I mean, it's it's the closest thing where. You know, I think that we're gonna get to to these things. You know, to you know that original bone cruncher look, and uh, I'm curious if if the guys would step outside of their, you know, you know, like it's a it's an entirely different figure line. Um, but you know, they're they're doing their own bendies, they're doing ringside figures. You know, they're doing uh, you know zombie. Like, I wonder if Matt Bryan and Mark would consider doing this line like i know that's the easy place to go but like yeah man how cool would it be to have like officially made you know not stomp yeah stomp version that would be perfect right really um so i'm I'm curious if they would perfect as as sam beal oh that's right 
<laughs> um, so that's the easy place to go. Um, no, I, yeah, I like that. It, it, it would be cool to see like Shella <clears throat> already has the uh, um, the connection with like Adam Bomb. Adam Bomb didn't have a, a bone crunch, right? Uh, right. You know, so things like that I think would be really. Cool. I agree. I there's two that come to my mind that I think just kind of miss that cutoff point. Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, that'd be a good one. And Lex Luger. Which Lex? Well, I mean, I kind of got to go with USA Lex. USA? That'd yeah. be cool. But I know, I mean, this, because uh, this, this is like, this has to be guys that could have came out, but didn't, correct? Uh, I mean, yeah. No, he just, he just well, said, me, who do you guys you hope to see? What? Okay. So it doesn't have I, to I be. based mine on like what the guys said on the pod and how they said yeah. there would be no new guys and it would okay. be all well, yeah, legends kind of like that time. That, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But you could do it. Oh, I guess. Yeah. So let me yeah. let me guess. I or let me let me say this. Could we go down WCW road uh, in that timeline? You mean would, you, you could technically, but I mean, it wouldn't happen. Right now, this is just what we time. would like to see out of it. Sure. I would yeah. love to see an early Chris Jericho bone cruncher. Like a uh, like De Leon? Yeah. No, not, well, that. No, Lion not that one. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I think that would be awesome. Like Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah. That would be yeah. really cool. Um, you know, and then, of course, you could do like the Outsiders because you had the Razor and Diesel. Yeah, that would be why cool. not? Do, that'd be know, great. I think, I think that'd be awesome. But I, I would love to do like I know I've said this before, but I would love to see like uh, a nice well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> El Gigante. But, <laughs> but um, I, I just think it would be really cool to do that. I mean, and that you could even you know get into some of the Four Horsemen and you know the Dungeon yeah. of Doom and you know yeah, there's just you could just go crazy. So. I would love to see like a WCW version of the Bone Crusher. Crunch, crushers. crushers, crushers, crush, crunchers. It's hard, it's hard when you you know said so. You're so used to thirty say, years, right. and then you got to yeah. change it, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. Just as you guys are talking, I'm trying to think, and that's a that's a tough question. I don't know if they ever had Bone Crunchers back in the day. Uh, if they did, I did not have them, but. And I don't know about rights and all that sort of stuff, but I would love to see a Body Donna's figure set. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. I think Sunny was the only one. She wasn't even in Body Donna's gear. She had a she had a white top and a black skirt, if I remember correctly. Yep. But yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of the Yeah, no, figure out ways to get another Candido out there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right. that'd be awesome. Well, yeah. and that's uh um did you guys listen to the bonus uh, extreme conversation episode that the came out I think the, today. That, that came was the out one about the action figures. I haven't listened to that one yet. So Brian talks to uh, Chris Candino's brother a lot, right? Yep. And you know, so that FTC figure mm-hmm. came out, and um, I think his brother's name is Johnny. Was that right? I thought it was Jason. I think so. No, Johnny. Maybe Johnny, Johnny Candido. Candido. Okay. Yeah, that might be right. Yeah. Um. Yep. So. Okay. Um, he pretty much told Brian, he's like, any, any figure stuff moving forward, like I hand over all licensing rights to you <laughs> yes. because of you know, probably the FTC thing and sure, whatever. God. So t- t- anyway, to, to get to what you were just saying, Brian, you know, it's like, 
get anything to get more of his figures out there. Yep. I think there's a good possibility of seeing that kind of stuff now. Sure. Bonnie Donna's body Donna difficult. I think body Donna's <laughs> like, I don't think uh, they wouldn't be able to call him skip and zip, you know, but like they could put out a, a Chris Candino Kip and Rick Kip and Rick um, <laughs> in, in that look. Sure. Yeah. Or Absolutely. something similar to it and just call it Chris yeah. Candido. Um, so, like yeah, that. I don't know. I, I think that's a really good one, though. Um, yeah, very good. They were such a prominent tag team at that time. Oh, yeah. You know, their feud with the Godwins and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. them never getting them, that is kind of a bummer. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that. Great. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, last question. Um, this comes from Brad McMahon. Uh, with the excitement of the Matt and Brian Super 7 figures, what other two pod-related Super 7 figures would you love to see? Um, oh. I think I think the obvious layup is Mark. Yeah, um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, so obviously there's a lot of uh, people that are uh, connected and, uh, you know, friends with, with the guys, you know, so it'd probably move in those directions. Um, I think Mark would get a lot of backing from the community, which would help him a lot. Yes. Um, I don't know if he would get quite as much. Um, so it might be a little bit unrealistic right now, but I got to go VSK. Oof. That'd yeah. be great. Like I said, I don't know if it's quite realistic. Yeah. Well, let me ask you which, uh, I mean, both Mark and VSK, which, which gear would you pick for Mark? Would you do the suit or the, or the, um, the uh, Moxley gear? I do, I do wrestling gear. Wrestling um, gear. Okay. Yeah. And what about VSK? personally for me? Um, I I'd probably go either the uh, yeah the um their Christmas toy drive version of Mark where he had the major pod gear, uh, yes. the black trunks, um, or his new uh you know major pod uh, major PBR, PBR singlet. Yeah, uh, I love that. Gear. Is really cool. I think um those are like my favorite looks he's had. Um, yeah, of course the uh, um. <laughs> the the John Moxley you know red and blue gear would be yeah. funny but like it's kind of I don't know to me it's just kind of limited like it's just sure. that's yeah. it you know what right. else do you do then um so that's what I go with Mark and VSK I like that for um for my pick I'm gonna um, my first pick is gonna be Chelsea um I but I really want a hot mess Chelsea with the you know yes. the crazy makeup like I, we haven't gotten a, I don't think. Besides the micro brawler, we haven't gotten that version, and I think maybe that or like that, like when she was on FWF two, when she she comes out from the bottom of the ring and she, you know she's wearing that you know the the shirt or whatever, and she looks all crazy. I think that would be fantastic. Um, for the the second one, oh man, I, I'm gonna go with Philip Cardigan. Oh, um, I okay. think. Yeah, I think uh, I think he'd be pretty toyetic. He could come with the coffee, uh, yeah, uh, mug or whatever. Yeah, uh, what it, I don't know what that's called. Um, you know, he could have the glasses, <laughs> yeah. coffee warmer, coffee. I don't know, whatever thermos? it's called, thermos, thermos, whatever. I don't drink coffee, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I think he, you know, with the sweater and and you know, and, and I would love to pose him, you know, doing the dance, you know. Gotta have yeah. him doing the dance. <laughs> um, my TV just spazzed out. Um, but yeah, those would be my my two picks. Would be Chelsea, Hot Mess Chelsea, and uh, Philip Cardigan. Nice. Yeah, and like the cool thing about Chelsea though is 
you can have alternate heads. Yes. Yeah. You can, have, right. a, you can right. have a regular one that's just like, you know, nice hair, you know, nice makeup, whatever. Then you can have the <laughs> you crazy say face nice one. Hair. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about that yeah you know, we need to get a uh we need to get a shampoo and conditioner sponsor on here for billy You're right keratin treatment vo5 hot oil brought to you by major world oil. what vo5 who uses vo5 uh, my mom but uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, my right. mom. no she doesn't i'm just kidding um for me friends of the show uh, I, 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 I would love to see a platinum max. Yeah. Cast. Yeah. I think that'd, that'd be cool. And I would love to see Maven. Maven would be great. Yeah. I think, I think it's long overdue. Um, I, th- I think that'd be awesome. So those are my two. What about you, Brian? Uh, I like as far as uh, pick with Chelsea. That was what I was going to yeah. say. I think that would be yeah. awesome. There's so much to do with oh, the yeah. hot mess and mm-hmm. you know, the face paint and the outfits and stuff. But besides her, this one might be a little out of left field, but Ooh. give me a Bob Cardona. Ooh. I ah. want to see. Hold on. Hold on. Bob Cardona. He could come with the cowboy hat, the foam yeah. finger. You give him the John Morrison fur coat, soft goods. Yes, and the glasses. The Morrison glasses. Oh, man. There's a lot you could do. Yes, there's a lot you could do with the Bob Cardona. (laughs) Totally agree. Yeah, you can have, like you said, you have the WrestleMania cowboy hat. You have the. As soon as you start going there, I'm like, oh, dude. You make me want to rewatch those episodes. (laughs) Oh, I love it. All right. Great picks, guys. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. That's uh, I think that's everything for now. Yeah, yeah, Brian. So. Thank you for joining us, man. That was uh, yeah. a lot of fun getting to know you a little better and and hearing your story. And you know, I I really love the the refereeing. Yeah, stuff that house yeah. hardcore so stuff was that. was really so cool. cool. Thank you. Um, I th- I, I watched a lot of House of Hardcore because they were kind of like the first wrestling show to go to Twitch. Like, yeah, it, that was the reason why I even signed up for Twitch was to watch House of Hardcore. <laughs> Um, were you refing during that time? Like while it was I televised stopped. on Twitch? Okay. No, I stopped just okay. Okay. before. I was just going to say, maybe started. I was watching you. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been cool, but no. no, unfortunately not. All right. Well, yeah, definitely. But, uh, that was a lot of cool, cool conversation. A lot of yeah. cool stuff that you've been able to do. So, um, yeah. I hope thank you. will enjoy. And uh, thank you so much for being here with us. Yeah, Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. I really yeah. do appreciate you guys being uh, on my podcast a couple months ago. And like I said at the start, I was I've, I've been waiting for this call. It's kind of like I just got called to Cooperstown. I've been waiting for this call <laughs> for a while to be on the MWO, and uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. I thank you guys for allowing me to be here, tell my story, um, and also, is this coming out this Thursday? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you guys are listening and you're uh, on your way to the toy drive or you're standing in line at the toy drive, um, have a good time meeting everybody. And it's awesome that everybody donated so many figures. I know it's going to be an awesome event. It is every year. And uh, it's just awesome to be a part of this community and help Toys for Tots and help people in need, especially at this time of the year. And uh, you guys are awesome. The toy drive is awesome. The podcast is awesome. And also, how great is it? I don't know if you guys talked about this earlier. We finally got to a hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah. I was just gonna bring that up. Yeah, on YouTube. Yep. So oh, yeah. 
as, as we record this, 100,000 subscribers a couple hours ago. So mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be oh, getting yeah. that uh, incarnation soon from the That's guys. That's right. So and it, I, uh, expect me to buy that plaque from Brian. This just in, we are up to 228. <laughs> Hey, and that's yeah, that's the thing. We uh, we're looking to get up, uh, you know, to you know, the close one is two fifty. Yeah, that's our next goal. That's the next nice. goal. Um, you know, we uh, if if we get up to two hundred and fifty, Jake and and La Puma will put out uh, their next episode like right away. Yeah. Awesome. Otherwise, you got to wait till the end of the month. Go Correct? out there. And- is that right? I don't know. I was actually end of the month or next month. Well, not actually. Well, we have the other. Oh, geez. It's probably just going to be <laughs> this Sunday. Hey, this is the stuff that you guys said. <laughs> I know. I know. We're we're going to drop it this Sunday regardless. But if you want to see it early, you know. Yeah, oh, come on. We're going to hit that subscribe button. Get this early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys need it early. Come on. <laughs> Definitely. Well, guys, seriously, thank you guys so much. You guys are doing oh, awesome you, stuff. I'm happy thank to be you, on the brother. show. Anytime yeah. you need to talk to somebody, I'm glad and excited to come back. And uh, thanks for letting me tell my story and uh, keep doing what you guys are doing. It's awesome. Thank you so much. Cool. Thank, thank you, brother. We'd love to have Appreciate you back, it, man. All right. Husvar, do your thing. <sighs> Before my head blows up. It's not bubbles. <laughs> Play my fucking music. <laughs> I got Galoob, a Hasbro Dusty. I got the merch that drives the marks while the ring-worn gear, they want to wear it. H-A-R-D, just like Blue Chew. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. Claim all the figs, claim all the merch, like Super Gabby. You already know the Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen with Phil Jackson. Always scratching that itch. I'm just a major mark, major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. I'm just a major mark, major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. Hey, all you major marks, claim all that merchandise. <laughs> <laughs>